is, it is, it is, get fitty with it. Listen, I really want a theme song for this podcast and it's not working, so I'm making She's one. She's just going to continue making them. It's fine. And this is Get Fitty With It. I am one of your amazing co-hosts, Holly Stark, and I'm joined by my other amazing co-host. Mary Sorensen. And so today we are bringing you the epic finale. None of you were waiting for, but we did part one a few weeks ago <laughs> where Mary interviewed me. Now we're doing part two where I interviewed Mary this episode has already derailed and we are less than a minute in. (laughs) (laughs) I think it started with the fact that before she started recording, she said we were going live. So this is the real deal. Second day in a row that I said something to Mary about going live on the podcast. We never record live. So I'm not sure where that came from. (laughs) Coming. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't even know if we can be live on the podcast unless we, yeah. We're Go on a different Facebook platform, life. yeah. <laughs> oh Anyways. my gosh. So before we get into this episode, let's check in. Mary, how was your week this week? Um, my week was actually really good. Um, I got all my workouts in. I only took one rest day from like actual like activity. I didn't do anything. Um, well, that's not true. I went on a walk, but I didn't do like a bike or a lifting session or anything like that. And I just felt really good this week. I truly was getting back into things because last week my back hurt so bad and like I had knots in my back. It was just terrible. So this week it was just kind of like getting back into the routine and doing things that I genuinely wanted to do. That's been my 2021 like mantra of like, don't do anything that you don't want and don't push yourself to do a workout that like you're not interested in. And I'm not saying to like be lazy, but like, this week I just, yeah, I just needed bike rides and walks and like that works for me. Like that was great. Um, some weeks I'm going to want to lift. I don't know when that week is going to come because I don't know what it is. I can't get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think as the warmer weather comes, hopefully some kind of motivation, something, but yeah, this week was good. Um, mental health was good. I started reading a new book. I'm so excited about it's called man enough. Yes. I am so excited. And Justin Baldoni, is that how you say his last name? Baldoni. Oh, wait, I can't hear you, Holly. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I made myself an accident. Justin, I think it's Baldoni or Baldoni. Yeah. Raphael from Jane the Virgin. Yes. And he <laughs> commented on my Instagram post and I like sent it to like what my best friend who like, First of all, I said to Tali, and it was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I'm fangirling. Because it's Raphael himself. <laughs> yes. And then I sent it to uh, my best friend Murph because she's the one who like told me to watch Jane the Virgin. And the first time I was like, boring. And then I gave it a second chance and fell in love and like stayed up till like 11 o'clock at night, which is super late right. for me to continue watching it. And she was like, I had to, she's like, can I send this to my sister? And then she's like, I had to go look at the comment for myself. I had to see it in real life to believe it. <laughs> I was like, faked it. Right. And I like commented back as if he gives a crap. And I was like, I will definitely let you know how it goes. <laughs> I saw that. I do that too, though. Like anytime, like Whitney Simmons or something, like, I, I mean, like, yes, she's smaller for sure, but you know what I mean? Like, such a big impact read, in our lives. Right, will though. she read it? And I'm like, I will let you know how this goes. <laughs> will right? they ever know? <laughs> and maybe they do. And maybe they like it, but they, they got so many people to comment on, you know? Right. <laughs> That but, was really cool though. Like, cause he is yeah. like, he's, you know, he was on CW for nine years. He's like, a he huge, a huge actor. Yeah. yeah. So that was so really it, cool. Yeah. So that was like a really big highlight to my week. Um, I got my second vaccination and honestly didn't feel anything like didn't have any side effects. I was a little tired at the end of the day, but also I don't know if that's like more normal than usual tiredness. So mm-hmm. I was fine. So I am fully vaxxed now. And yeah, it was just a good week overall. And yeah, that's how that's where I'm at. How are you, Holly? How was your week? <laughs> my week was pretty good. I, I was telling um, you the other day when I voiced my audio, I stuck to my workouts this week, which has been kind of hard for me. Like there's usually one or two days where I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, I actually stuck to all the bike rides I had scheduled. Um, on Tuesday was one of my rest days and I went out walking on that day. And then today's my other rest day. Um, I might go out walking. Uh, I just had a busy weekend, so we'll see if I can fit it in, but I'm hoping to, mm-hmm. cause I know it's supposed to be hot AF today. It's already pretty hot out there. It is. I'm sweating yeah. in my sweats. 
<laughs> that's Glad what I haven't showered yet today. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, that was really good for me. And then something that I've recently started trying and I had posted about this in one of my posts on my personal Instagram the other day is um, I, I want to add in more fruits and vegetables, but I realized, especially with fruit, when I buy like a pineapple or a cantaloupe, like a full mm-hmm. thing, a lot of times I freaking don't cut it up and then it goes bad and then I'm wasting yeah. it. So two weeks ago, I bought like a small tray of fruit, which is like, yeah, it's a little bit more expensive, but it's pre-cut. And I went through mm-hmm. it that week. So then last week I bought a big tray and then the same thing this week. And I've been adding it just with my lunch. And then at night when I want like a sweet snack, I've been doing that with a little bit of like fat-free whipped cream or like mm-hmm. through whip. Um, and it's been satisfying my like cravings just fine. And so I just feel a lot better this week because I think I have been eating more fruits in. So mm-hmm maybe next week I'll start doing that with vegetables. And like, I know buying pre-cut isn't the best thing, especially environmentally, but like I was kind of talking about it and thinking about it. And I know Justina Eric Cole, who you guys have heard on the podcast, she even said this in a couple of her YouTube videos before um, that if it gets you in the habit, it's like maybe right now, yes, technically not the most environmental friendly, but if it gets you in the Mm -hmm. habit and then you actually make that a habit and then you start buying, you know, the fresh fruits and vegetable because you want to cut them up because it's part of your routine mm-hmm. and that's what it takes. And that's what it takes. And so I like never really thought about it that way before. And then I was like, yeah, that is true. Like, yeah, if, if I need to buy it for two months just to get like part of my habit and like craving more of that type of food, then whatever it's a few extra dollars. And like, you know, I try to get better at recycling since we don't have recycling here. in a like a caveat to what you're saying Mm -hmm. in like the defense of buying that even though like you said not environmentally friendly and stuff but like buying a whole like watermelon or a cantaloupe or like like you said like buying those things like even if you did cut it up and like have it there like sometimes I do that and like it still goes bad and then I'm just wasting food too so it's like I think that the waste like depending on obviously like throwing away fresh food or like bad food is more safe but like I don't know I think that it's still so wasteful and so I think that if you're eating all of this stuff and like yeah there's plastic and things like that um I'm so sorry um just saying good morning yeah there's we don't need to talk to everybody outside the window (laughs) um but yeah I think that it's a great way to get yourself in the habit definitely and um I think that like for me it's just like Brandon eats some pineapple and stuff like that, but he's not a big fruit eater. So it's like, mm-hmm. if I wanted like a mixed fruit, I'd have to buy like one pineapple, one cantaloupe, one this. Yeah. And then I would be afraid it would go bad because the, mm-hmm. the you know, pre-cut isn't like a full watermelon. It's, yeah. you know, it's part of it. So I think that has helped too. So, um, yeah, so that, I mean, my week has been good. And then one thing I changed this week, which is kind of taking a, a page out of the Mary book, honestly, mm-hmm. which I did not tell you about was besides two days this week. I have been meditating at night before I go to bed um, nice. and I've been really liking it. So this week I didn't have a lot of Kundalini meditations or like deep. I did more Peloton meditations this past week, um, which is fine. You know, I'm, I'm kind of mixing it up still, but um, I just was not feeling the meditations in the morning. And so at night I, and I've always been a person where sometimes I'll go to bed and I'm like, ah, I'll just do that later. Yeah. And, but I've actually been sticking to them and, and it's just been like a nice calming thing before I kind of settle into whether it's watch a show, read a book, whatever I'm doing that night. So um, yeah, that was something I kind of changed up this week that has been feeling kind of good. So I'm going to keep just playing around with it and my meditation schedule in general. So yeah, I love that. My week was pretty good. I will, I will admit. (laughs) That also makes a lot of sense because I got like a, like the awards on Peloton for like duo. And I was like, like I saw it in the morning after I did my sleep meditation and I was like, who was doing this? Who did a workout at night? <laughs> like, it was it's Holly. <laughs> so there we so go. Funny. Um, so with that, let's just dive right in. So I have some surprises planned for Mary throughout this little episode. Um, just like last time we did not share the question. We, Mm -hmm. nope. I just wrote the question. Just you. I did not share them with her. Just like she didn't share hers with me. So, um, the way I'm going to structure this is I'm going to kind of go through all the questions and then the surprise that I have for you, we're going to kind of do at the end, just because I don't think it really fits in with my question vibe. Okay. Okay. Let's. I'm nervous. (laughs) So I did take a few questions similar to kind of what you asked, just because I liked 
how it opened the floor up for me mm-hmm. in my in my episode. So kind of starting out, you know, what's going on in the world of Mary? What's you know, just how are you feeling? And I'm kind of putting two questions together now, but how have you been feeling overall? You know, we're more than a quarter of the way done of the year. Mm-hmm. So physically, mentally, spiritually, let's just kind of check in everything so far, 2021. So crazy that we're almost like halfway through. That's I know. nuts. I know. Um, okay. So I've been good. I, <laughs> I don't know how to like answer that Not question. There's a lot. Yeah. Um, Honestly, this year, I feel different in my, like, fitness and health and things like that and the way, like, my mind works with it. And I think that it's a growing period. I think that 2021 is not going to be, like, huge monumental goals that I hit for myself. But in the same breath, like, it is going to be monumental because I'm starting to really, like, look into how I see things and the way that I like talk to myself and the way that I view different foods or exercises or when I'm exercising. And that's not something that I used to do. Like the other day on Wednesday, I was so tired and I was like, oh, but you can't, you can't not work out this week. You can't not do a bike ride or like, you can't not go do something, you know, like you have to get a workout in it's only Wednesday. Like if you give up today, then you're never going to like get back on track. And I was like, why do I think like that? Like, why am I like so hard on myself when like, there's a million other people in the world. Like I've been watching Taylor Woods cause she was just on and I've been watching like some of her, I always want to call them episodes, but her YouTube channel, I've been watching like a lot of her things. And it's like, she takes breaks when she wants to, she takes a nap when she wants to. And it's like, why should I have to beat myself up when other people do those things too? Like, why right. am I so hard? It's not like fitness is my job. You know, right. it's a, it's a passion of mine. It's a thing that I like. So why am I so hard on myself? Or like when I'm eating, it's like, I know that it's fitting in with my, in with my calories and like my meal goals, but it's like, oh, you're having like too much bread today or something like that. Like maybe you should cut it out with the bread, even though it fits into everything that I'm doing and it's like healthy. It's like, why are you eating this? And it's like, I need to get that kind of toxic mental, like being so hard on myself out of like my brain, like my mental space. And so I'm really starting to look at it. I don't know who said it, but someone was like, you need to name that voice who's so mean to you and like tells you that you're fat and you're whatever. And so mine's Brett because I just feel like that's a real douche name. And I'm sorry if there's any Bretts listening, (laughs) but it comes from personal experience. A couple of years ago, and I'm pretty sure I named mine like Sheila or something like that. Like, what a weird name <laughs> right I don't know it just came to me as soon as it was like name it I was like Brett like fuck you Brett like get out of here like so anyway so I've been like really dealing with that and I think that that's helping me like in general I have started to second like have a second thought when I'm doing those things and starting to reconsider the way that I'm thinking and it's been helping in every aspect of my life like even my relationship like John will do something and I'll get so irritated by it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, but like, remember that he didn't do this to hurt your feelings to you. or to like, yeah, to spite me. Like he didn't do this in a hateful way. So it's like really changing the way that I was like brought up, brought into the world, like the different things that I've learned. And so honestly, right now, I feel like I'm in a really good point in my life, um, emotionally mentally like I think that I'm just growing in so many different ways of and like reading finally what's that about I'm almost done with my book is she yeah I'm almost done with the fuck it diet too so I'll have two books hopefully done in May fingers crossed so we'll see that's really high hopes but I just feel like I'm like doing things for myself now and it's not to appease someone and I think that like being part of an MLM and sharing so much of my life and having to be like on all the time really wrecked my mental space because it was like oh I have to show that I'm reading this book but then I never finished it so it's like maybe like pump the brakes on that like maybe don't show everybody everything that you're doing all the time because you're allowed to change your mind you're allowed to do what you want to do and I think that that's like where I am in 2021 I think that it's a growing period and like I said I might not hit like monumental goals but like they're going to be big to me yeah 
I think that's uh, what you said too, about like sharing everything. I think that's a hard thing and not that you and I are like huge influencers, but Mm -hmm. I've heard other influencers like talk about that. Like I know um, Jeanette Ogden from Shut the Kill Up has talked about that before. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, she, like she's had moments where she's sharing so much and then she's like, I don't want to share these things. Like, or like something she's still working on. Like I know her and her husband are doing therapy. And so she finally like said that they are, but it's like, she's not ready to share about those, like really about that experience yet. And so I think that's just something that is like happening in today's world with people who Mm -hmm. are very much online in the social media space. And I mean, it's something that I've struggled with too. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I take on a new project or I decide I want to do something. I'm like, Ooh, I should post this on Instagram. And I'm like, no, you don't have to like, try it out. See if it's going to work for you first. Yeah. Like, and I think that it's just like, with you and I kind of being in this space and now having a podcast and sharing even more mm-hmm. like it's like I feel like because that's the way social media says we should be like it's just so instant to think oh that's we gotta post it we gotta talk about it we gotta yeah. talk about it and and sometimes we don't need to well and Taylor right said it too it's like she did 75 hard and we said it in her episode where it's like other people shared that they were doing 75 hard and then didn't complete it or like us sharing And I'm glad that we're so honest about these things because it's like, we didn't finish our um, challenge either. Right. And it's like, that's okay. Like, and that's what used to scare me. It's like, you put it out into the world that you're doing something and then you feel the need to finish it, even though you're not happy doing it Mm -hmm. or like, it's not serving you and it's not bringing you anything, but like, because you shared it, you're like, oh, well now I'm going to like, I have to admit that I failed. And I think that that's so okay though. And I didn't think that before, you know? Definitely. Oh. I love that. Yeah. And then, so moving from here. So obviously, as we were actually just talking about before we started recording, you have your wedding coming up this year. So yes. with that, is there anything that you're preparing or wanting to prepare to do, whether it's with your physical health or just kind of how are you preparing in general for a wedding still in technically <laughs> unprecedented <Open>. times? Yeah. <laughs> um, Yeah. So, I mean, obviously I have some physical goals. I see myself again, this is, this is so much growth as far as like how I think about things mentally is like, so I want to, obviously I want to lose a little bit more weight. I want to tone my arms. I want to, you know, just feel better about myself. I don't think it's even about like losing the weight or like having my arms be toned. Like, obviously those things would be like great. And I would be like very happy about them, but I don't even think it's about that. I think it's about getting into a place where like, I'm happy with who I am and who I like, how my body looks. And I know that I'm not there right now because like, I haven't been eating the best. Like I haven't been eating the worst, but I haven't been eating the best. I've been drinking because it's summer and parties and things like that. Um, so just like reeling it back in, And, you know, having, I just wrote down my plan because there's like basically a month in between every big thing that I have coming up. So like this month we're going on vacation. So it's like a month till vacation. And then after vacation, it's like a month till my bridal shower. And then it's a month till my bachelorette party. So like I'm planning out each of those months according to when those parties and things are and just trying to like reel it back in, like maybe like reel back in my eating and eat healthier during that time period and know that like a big event's coming up where I am going to splurge a little bit more and like eat a little bit like differently. Um, and then as far as like planning the wedding, I'm also trying to get over the mental hump of like, John loves me no matter what. And so like, even if I don't lose five pounds, like if I'm the happiest me that I can be and I bring myself, like, he's not like, I could show up 10 pounds heavier and he's still going to marry me. Like, I know, that's, that's the thing I think about a lot. Yeah. And it's, it's sad that we think that way because yeah. it's like, obviously this person loves you. Obviously this person loved us when we had extra weight on us or when we lost weight or, you know, right. at our skinniest points or heaviest points, like they have always been there for us and like, nothing's going to change that. So I think that like planning this is really helping me see that. And it's helping me grow in my relationship too. And knowing that like John is supportive, no matter what I want to do, but like, I want to be feeling healthy. I want to be not lethargic and groggy and things like that, which I've been feeling recently. Um, so kind of moving into that. And I talked about it before we started recording, but I want to start running, uh, jogging. I'm not even, I shouldn't say running. That's not real. That's never going to happen. I'm not a runner, but I want to start running prior to the wedding to just kind of like get in that zone. And I think like people talk about like runner's high mm-hmm. and like 
you get like John, oh, he goes running a psychopath. Let me tell you, first of all, psychopath. Um, runs without Wake headphones. Oh. Yeah. Runs like seven miles without headphones. I mean, Nothing. Music. Yeah. I was like, what? Crazy. Pump, pump, pump. Yeah. I think that's what like the definition of a psychopath is running without anything in your ears. So working out, no music. Right? Like just in general. I, I don't get how he does it, but he always talks about like how he gets his best thinking done too when he's running. So I guess it's less of a distraction. Whereas like, I would like to have a podcast or like someone talking or like music or something, but I still think that you can get so much thinking done when you go do that. And so that's also like, I want it to be like a clearing my mind type of thing. And like a time to myself where I get to do something. Cause like I ride my bike, it's in the house. I have a outdoor bike, but like, I want to do that with people and not just like all by myself all the time. Whereas like running, I want that to be like for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something else that I'm putting into like my plan for the wedding. I love that. Hopefully then, that answered something. Yeah, it did. <laughs> and kind of building off of that, can you just share like a little bit more of your story on being a COVID bride? Because I know there are so many people who's been able to relate in the, this past year and a half. Mm-hmm. And so many people have had to cancel their weddings or reschedule their weddings, things like mm-hmm. that. Can you just share a little bit more on like how that experience has been for you? Because I know we've talked about like here and there, but we've never really like fully talked about it. Yeah, it sucked. Um, so John and I got engaged in 20... 18 yeah December of 2018 so we've been engaged a very long time um we were already together for like four years almost prior to that and then we got engaged and then we were like oh we're gonna have a long engagement and so we planned our wedding for 2020 and that seemed like already such a long engagement and then it's like we hit another year so when it started like when COVID first hit I was so optimistic of like, okay, well, it's just going to be like everybody else, like two weeks. And then it was like, oh, it's just a month. I waited until probably the end of April to actually cancel, like finalize canceling my wedding just to get the funds back. So I was very fortunate. A lot of brides did not get refunds. They lost a lot of vendor money, Um, their contracts, people wouldn't let them get out of them. Mm -hmm. Um, My venue, um, was amazing. They completely gave me all of my money back. They had no, like, obviously like it sucks because you want to help small businesses. You wanted to keep them alive, but like, right. We had like five grand with a venue. Like we can't just lose. Yeah. It's like, we can't just lose that. And we didn't know where the world was going at that point. Right. So we were like, we don't know when this is going to end. Right. So then they gave us our funds back, which was super nice. The only vendor that we didn't cancel was our photographer she was the only other person we had money with. And I was like, even if we do a small thing, even if we do the courthouse, I still want it to be her. Mm-hmm. So she's the only one that we kept funds with and she'll, she'll be doing our wedding now. Um, but like canceling that sucked. And then we had like a wedding party of just like our immediate family and the groomsmen's and bridesmaids and things like that, which was kind of now looking back was like kind of not an okay thing that we did <laughs> but like luckily nobody got COVID it wasn't a spreading event so that's good but spreading event. like could you imagine if everybody like got COVID after that I'd, I'd hate myself but we did that and that kind of helped me get over like the hump of like okay it's it's really not happening this year but like at least I got to see my people and like yeah everybody's healthy and like see the optimism in it um And then now replanning it, this is technically the third wedding I've planned because we planned it at a first, like a different venue first, and then we didn't like the venue. So we left and then we went to a second venue, which is where I was supposed to get married in July of last year. And then obviously COVID and now I'm planning a backyard wedding in my in-laws like backyard. And I'm like, I literally like fully planned three different weddings and I'm exhausted. I think I should just become a wedding planner because I know everything about everything now, but it's been stressful and it's been upsetting. And I feel for so many other brides too, who have kind of just been like, whatever, I don't care anymore. And that's the point that I'm at. I'm like, Oh, whatever. I don't care anymore. And it's supposed to be like this really special day and it will be, but like, it just sucks to like have all this money out into the world for those people that didn't get it back yeah. and then be like, well, I, like I already either got married or like, I don't care anymore. Or like some people got pregnant during this time because they were supposed to be married. So right. they like continued on with their life and it just hey, like sucks for so many. Yeah, exactly. A lot of, a lot of babies being born recently like, or 
pregnancies being announced a lot yeah but it's just like I feel for all those people because it truly does suck and Mm -hmm. I'm again I'm so fortunate my family has been healthy my friends have been healthy like a lot of people that I know like haven't gotten COVID um and yeah it's just it's been stressful but it's been a roller coaster and now like we're gonna look back at this and like laugh at like all the stress that I went through and whatever but it's it's been a roller coaster of a ride we're like 900 day fiance over here <laughs> we're good oh my so goodness. yeah but I like my heart literally goes out to like anybody who's going through this right now <laughs> Mary's dogs are really enjoying chatting this morning usually we have tuna talk with my cat but today we've got um I can't think of anything clever on the top of my head I'll come back to that <laughs> the bark uh bark bash bark bash 2020 2021 <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I I honestly like my heart goes out to like everybody who's dealing with this right now because it is such a a hard time and it's so hard to plan like even you Holly like you obviously you're not getting married this year but like you're technically still a COVID bride like you got engaged during this time and it's like you have to put off planning even if you wanted like if you don't want to yeah. or you did want to it's like you can't really plan anything because you just don't know where the world's going to be at exactly. and even for us like I'm still nervous ours is in August and I don't know where everything's going to be or like how right. things are anything can change in a day so it's just very stressful so anybody going through it and then you also feel like you're like I don't know that bubble is taken away from you like that happiness bubble because so much bad is going on to the world it's like hard to be like thinking about your own happiness and things like that which yeah. like feel those things because you should be happy and excited and all that definitely definitely I love that and and kind of switching gears a lot um <laughs> I realize this next question does not flow at all but that's okay what's something you're really proud of of yourself recently I knew this question would get you. So that's why I wanted it. (laughs) Um, I think I'm proud of the growth that I'm going through. I think that I have been such a negative person for so long. And a lot of people I'm sure are just like this, that hide like negativity and like pessimistic behaviors with being like, I'm just a realist. And it's like, "Mm." No, like sometimes it's more than that. Like sometimes you really do need to look yourself in the face and see that you're a negative person. Yeah. And for a while, that was me. Like I only saw the negative in things. I would, you know, not only myself, but other people. And like, I would always be like, oh, I don't judge people. I do. I do judge people and it's bad. And like, I've been fixing that and like really thinking about the way that, you know, why does my mind like immediately like want to judge someone for something? and trying to reel it back in and like, be like, okay, well, Mary, like, these are the things that you do. And like, what if someone was judging you? And like, I think that's why my fear of like, cause I told John, I'm afraid to like go out running because I'm like, well, what if people judge me if I stop running and I had like, I have to start walking. And he's like, nobody cares. Like nobody is looking at you. He's yeah. like, do you judge people who are running outside? I was like, I mean, no, I'm like, good for them. Like, <laughs> I don't do that. Yeah. You know, but I was like, I don't judge those people, but there are people that I judge about other things. And it's like, reel it back in like look at your life and if you don't want people judging you for like running outside then like don't judge people for x y and z so I think that like just becoming a better person this year is what I'm proud of and I think that being inside sucks obviously and quarantine sucks and COVID sucks but I think that this year has been such a growth period for me and just like looking into like why I think the ways that I do and like how to be better so like, I think that I'm be actually becoming a better person. So like, that's what I'm proud about because I'm going to be like, I, I just wasn't like plain and simple. And I think that that's hard to admit, but like, I just wasn't a good person sometimes. And now I'm trying to like fix that. That's amazing. That's like, that's like a lot of growth. Like it takes time to go through those like realizations and like mm-hmm. hard conversations with yourself, especially when you're doing it in like an alone setting and not like with a therapist or something who's something someone who's kind of not aiding you but like helping pull that out Mm -hmm. you know it's it's scary when you're doing it by yourself because it's like oh well now I have to face it because I just realized Mm -hmm. about myself and I can't really bury this back down yeah and it's not like I'm like a terrible person (laughs) well no but I know that there's things that I do that I would be like if I if someone told me that if you like if Holly like came to me and told me and was like 
Mary, like you're really judgmental. Like that would hurt me. And I'd be like, no, I'm not. And I'd get really defensive over it. But like, those are things that people could think first of all. And second of all, like just because people aren't saying it to me, doesn't mean that I shouldn't notice them and I shouldn't like see these things. So if someone would say something to you that would hurt you, then like, and you know it about yourself, then you should fix that essentially, if that makes sense. No, that makes sense. And then something else that you've been growing with a lot in, I would say the past year or so, I know you're, you know, you've been getting more into like your meditation and kind of spiritual mm-hmm. side of things. Um, you know, <laughs> you're not as far gone as me, but, um, <laughs> you know, what are some of your kind of biggest or favorite practices, tools and things of that nature that you've kind of picked up since you've started a spirituality journey? Yeah. So I've been, I do sleep meditations all the time, which has honestly improved my sleep so much. Um, I know when I don't do them because I wake up in the middle of the night or I have bad dreams in the middle of the night. Like I know that those are strictly based on like not meditating. So like meditation has been like one of the things that I've really gotten into. Um, as far as like the spiritual side, I'm trying to like, actually like your episode when we interviewed you, like kind of made me start opening up to that side. I went and found all my crystals that Holly gave me and I had to ask her what all of them were again. Send me all of the photos. Yeah. And I've honestly been like, I'm not wearing it right now, but I've been wearing, um, what's the, okay. Now you got to help me with the spiritual stuff. What's the necklace that I have. That's like white clear quartz. Yeah. And it's for like anxiety and stress and things. So I wear that during work. How light you have, how light I'm wearing clear quartz. Sorry. Oh, okay. I was like, (laughs) I don't know. You could be right. I don't know. (laughs) Um, but I've been wearing it during work and stuff for like anxiety. And like, I've been working on like breathing and like, I'll like, if I get stressed at work, which happens a lot, um, I'll like just sit back and like hold my crystal and like close my eyes for a few minutes and like, just breathe. And I think that that's like really helping me to like, know that I have something there for me. Um, I'm digging into like, look at like how to use things. And like, obviously I come to Holly a lot to ask her like questions about stuff, but I think it's weird that I just said that, but like, I'm talking to you, but I'm talking to the audience. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But, um, I think that that's like some of the stuff that I've been doing spiritually again, not to like really drag Justin into this because we're on that basis, you know, but in the book, he talks about Baha'i, which is about Justin Baldoni again, just in case from my book, someone Someone didn't pick that up (laughs) from the book, man enough, get it now. It's uh, anywhere you buy books. So Justin's Um, Baha'i? He's Baha'i. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's his religion. And the book is not pushing, like he makes it very apparent that like, he's not pushing religion or politics or anything sure. like that like it's just his views on things and um he's not very political and his religion which is Baha'i which I'm looking into a little bit more because it just sounded like something very that interesting it, it's very interesting and I just feel like it really spoke to me and like I've I went to religious schools in my past and like I've been near God and I've been away from God and I've like really had a struggle with religion for a very long time and when I read what Baha'i stands for it like really made me want to research it a little bit more and like dive into like that kind of like spirituality because it's about like not judging people and just because people have different views than you like doesn't mean that you can't accept them into your life and in this crazy world that we're living in of people very much so being on different sides of each other and like just the hatred that's come from it. And just like, it's so unnecessary. Like people are allowed to believe what they believe and you're allowed to have your different views and you don't have to hate someone for it. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to start fights or wars or whatever. Um, And I just thought it was like, so like, it was such a clarity moment. So I am looking into that a little bit more. I messaged him, I DM'd him. I wasn't going to say that, but I did. (laughs) I was like, hi, I know it's not your responsibility to like educate me, but like, do you have a good like book or resource for Baha'i? I have someone to look into for you. So, and I think this is a good resource for anyone because this is another well-known actor. So Rain Wilson, he played Dwight Schrute on The okay. Office. Yeah. I'm 99% sure he's behind. He's interviewing remember... him, by the way, for his book. Okay, then yes, that is, yeah. that, I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure it's behind because I've listened to Rain on a couple of podcasts mm-hmm. um, that he's been on. I, I know he's been like on Dak Shepard, I believe, and and um, 
inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum, I believe a couple of those ones that are more mm-hmm. like not office focused or anything like that. And yeah. I, be, um, I know he has some of his own podcasts. I know one called it's called the spiritual pancake. Okay. Great name. Love um, that. Yeah. Writing it down. I know that he does some different explorations within the Baha'i um, faith and things like that. And so I, that's where I learned about that religion from was listening to him on a podcast mm-hmm. and it was a religion I wasn't very familiar with. And there's just like so many pieces that I connected with. And I, I don't, I don't resonate with any specific religion. Mm-hmm, me too. I can see myself like, oh, I, I can see, I could pick that up from the Baha'i faith. Like mm-hmm. that's something I can see myself implementing and things like that. So yeah, look into some of Rain's um, resources or for anyone who's listening, if you're interested in and kind of exploring it. Rain Wilson is someone who spoke a lot on um, his faith and his spirituality with the Baha'i and kind of how he got into the Baha'i faith. That makes a lot of sense because he's like doing um, obviously like a book tour type of thing, but on Instagram live. Mm-hmm. So, and rain is one of the people that he interviewed, I think yesterday. So I want to go back and like watch that live if it's posted, yeah. but I wonder if they talk about that because yeah. I didn't know that oh, he was. Yeah. Is that, you said that's on his Facebook? Uh, Instagram. Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And I'll so he's been like doing lives with everybody that in the description. I'll try to remember. <laughs> if not, I'll, I'll remind you, but yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's just been like, I'm so much more open to spirituality. Whereas like religion was really like, or faith. I, I don't like saying religion. I'd rather say like faith has been very like closed off for me for a very long time. And I think that I'm just very much more open to like learning about other things and like letting that into my life Mm -hmm. and yeah so that's kind of where I am on like spirituality and like obviously Holly has helped me so much on this journey um just because it's not something that I you know I didn't know about a lot of this stuff and I'm glad that we have so many and we're gonna have guests coming up too who talk about this like more woo-woo space and you don't have to be Holly you know you don't have to be full woo-woo be an in-between Exactly. And so I think that, and you can take the pieces that help you. you. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So I think what doesn't behind. Yeah. And I know we've said that on some of your episodes, but I think like coming from someone who is just kind of learning about this stuff, like I think telling people that like you can take the bits and pieces that you need and you don't have to fully do everything, you know, but like allow it in, allow, you know, Holly to talk about you know, I can't even think of something like super spiritual. <laughs> chant into the chant into the aliens. Right? Like you don't have to chant. You can just sit with your crystals. You don't even it's okay. have to talk to the aliens. Like I right? Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I think it, I think it's a good message to put out to people because I think a lot more people are going into the spiritual, like holistic, um, like woo-woo space. Mm-hmm. I've at least I've seen a lot of people that I know who definitely were not in that space before. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. And I think people are just picking up, like, like we've said, picking up the tools that work for them mm-hmm. and, and just bringing them into their practice to see how can this heighten my life? How can this help me become, you know, a better person in general? Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times less in anxiety and, and stress and things like that too. Yeah. Um, I know we, you know, have been talking about your wedding and stuff like that. And so I wanted to this question, I wanted to ask this question, but say not including your wedding. So now that we're five months into the, the year, I must have five months into the month, <laughs> five months into the year, what are you most excited for in the rest of 2021 aside from your wedding? Because obviously that's going to be ex- an exciting event because you've been waiting yeah, for so long. For sure. I've got a vacation coming up this month that I'm so excited about because we go to Asheville every single year during Memorial Day, but this year we're doing it with my in-laws. Um, so we're going out there with them, which actually gives us a little bit more of an opportunity for John and I to be just us because we always have the dogs with us when we go on vacation. And now we've got people who like are willing to stay back and like watch them. And I mean, we could leave them at the Airbnb, but like fingers crossed on that one. It's always a gamble. You're right. Um, just because two bigger dogs. Well, and it's like a new space for them. So I don't ever know if they're going to rip something up. They don't do that at home anymore, but like, you never know. You never know. Yeah. So we're kind of taking like our relationship very uh, obvious this sounds so stupid since we're getting married but like we're trying to take like steps to like strengthen our relationship on this trip and be like in nature together and I think that that's like like we're gonna um he's gonna read this book man enough to I'm like a sponsor for this book I sound like Justin you ever want to meet up like I love you (laughs) 
<laughs> um, but this episode I want... actually just Mary's open love letter to Jessica. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we're reading that and we're going to read this other book. I can't remember what it's called, but if I can remember, I'll post it somewhere either on my Instagram or something, but just some like relationship health, um, like advice books and just like things to like better communicate with each other because I'm a very strong personality and I'm very argumentative because I came from a family of six and we're Irish Italian like very loud very like need to get your word in Mm -hmm. um and so with that does not come very good relationship communication and John shuts down so we just got a lot to work on so I think like it's going to be really cool to like go up to the mountains I want to do like a yoga up there like bring we finally bring my yoga mat somewhere because it's got like the strap and everything and it yeah. just stays in my house but I want to like do yoga with him and John's really like he's excited to do that and like just kind of do that kind of stuff up there and like be in nature and just kind of like I think it's more freeing Definitely. obviously yeah so it's I like I think yoga and stuff like that yeah and we just want to have like a like a deeper talk and like really you know get to know each other more and I think that you Space can always continue too. yeah like we've been together for almost seven years and it's like you can always keep getting to know them, you know, it's and like, strengthening that. Um, this couple that I follow, I actually think they recently parted ways, but um, a lot of times they will kind of talk about like when you go into these spaces with your with your partner, um, almost like creating a sacred container, like you're mm-hmm. creating the sacred space to, you know, talk or open up or do something to strengthen your relationship. And it's like, you're kind of within that container throughout that day or throughout that weekend. And then when you go home, it's like, you can always reflect back to that container that you guys created and the energy that was within that container. I love that idea. Yeah. Like, and like also, and I'm sure you can relate to this too. Like John and I both work at home, you and Brandon both work at home. And it's like, not that we don't do things together, because we're always together. But it's like, I also feel like we don't do like, specific things for us. And we haven't had like a romantic time or like a getaway or things like that. So I'm excited for that. I also along with the yogging, I'm going to sign up for a 5k. Um, So that's exciting to come. Just because I need something to work towards. We talked about this offline. But um, offline. What am I on a meeting? Like what? <laughs> but we talked about it before we started recording. And so a 5k and then what was the last thing I was just going to say? I think that's it. Oh, also I'm just so excited for things to come with our podcast. Like we've been talking about guests. Um, we've been ready to invite some people. So we're sending out invites soon. Um, And so I just think that like growing this and like having this space is so cool. And like, I hope to be at like 5,000 listens by the end of the year. I think that that's pretty doable. So yeah, Yeah, I think that is our goal. Um, So it's just, and it's so cool to like have this and it's like, I see people like sharing it and like posting it and like, even just like the people we've had on here and the things that I like, I mean, we've just talked about it. We talked about Justina, we talked about Taylor, like we talked about Allie, like, it's talk about crazy all the time yeah right like there's just people and like every single guest I'm not going to name everybody you guys know who's been on here but it's just like the lessons that I've taken from like talking to these people and every single interview we've had I've taken something from that moment or that interview and I've gone back and like listened to some of our episodes too Mm -hmm. and it's just like so cool to hear everybody's stories and share that to people and I hopefully the people who aren't talking to us or are just listening because we have you know, like 60, I think listeners, sometimes more, sometimes less. And it's like, we don't hear from all 60 of you, but I hope that this is helping you in some way and you're taking something from it and it can guide you or teach you or, you know, change your, your mindset like I did. So I think that I'm just so excited for like, what's to come with our podcast. And I know we've been talking about big things that we want to do. So it's, it's going to be exciting rest of the year for this. Definitely. And I was going to say, one of my next questions was, what are you looking forward to with the podcast? So you answer that. So I'm going to skip that question. <laughs> well, do we want to like kind of touch upon what we were talking about? Yeah, we can. Yeah. I think this is a good time to like put that in there. Yeah. It's like Holly has been, she trained yoga in the past and then she got to do a class this week with her employees. So like, I'll let you take this from here. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, two years, two years ago. Yeah. 
two years ago, I did my 200 hour uh, yoga teacher training and then I moved in with my parents. So they have nothing around them. So I haven't really taught since I finished. And um, recently at work, I have started um, this week was my first one where I do basically like a little midday yoga meditation and getting to do it was so exciting because even though it's like a kind of a weird space and I had to like keep moving my camera around to show people like, okay, now we're going to hover above our chairs and things like that. Like it was definitely, definitely different type of teaching, Mm -hmm. but it was just, it like lit something in me that I just loved like teaching to live people. And Mm -hmm. so me and Mary were talking about, you know, we've been wanting to do events and stuff like that. So thinking about maybe like late summer, obviously depending Mm -hmm. on how everything goes, doing something here in the, you know, Chicagoland area in a park or something like that, where some of you guys can come out, we'll do a yoga flow, we'll do a meditation, and then we'll just hang out and, and, you know, maybe do a little other little hit workout or something like that. But, you know, we wanted to start talking about it now early on just to see, you know, you guys reach out to us if that's something you're interested in, or if you're Mm -hmm. in the Illinois area, and it's something you're interested in, obviously. Um, if you're out of state, you could come, but that's just a track. (laughs) Um, So, you know, we want to see, you know, is that something that you would be comfortable going to one, but two, something you would want to go to. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's it would just be like a fun thing to meet us, hang out with us, and we could kind of bring these conversations into real life, but also, you know, get a get a flow and a stretch out of it. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be so cool. When Holly brought that up, I was like, I've been thinking of like something like that, but like yoga sounds great, like doing like a little hit or something, and we could do it like every once in a while. I think it'd be so cool, but lots of things coming, big things yeah. coming. Yeah. (laughs) Big things, big things. Um, one of my other questions, which we kind of talked about earlier, but I'll see if you have anything else to add to it. So, um, you know, we've, we've talked about eating and disordered eating and things like that. You know, how have you been kind of feeling with everything currently with your eating and kind of recovering from that prior disordered eating past? Yeah. So I feel like I just like keep saying it, but like my mental space is so toxic as far as it comes to like food and working out and just the way that I used to think about things that I do see growth, but I still see like Brett comes in a lot and he's like, you can't have that cookie. You didn't work out today. And right. And I'm like, okay, like, yes. And I had like a really big conundrum this week about it because I was like, yeah, I shouldn't be eating that. Like if I didn't work out or like, I only worked out this much, I shouldn't eat that. And I'm still surrounded by some people who are, their thought process is toxic when it comes to fitness and health. And so that's a little bit hard to like hear and then like have to change like the way that I am or like lately I've been trying to like educate more to people that are saying things like that or like who have that mentality. Um, but I think overall I I'm getting into a better place and eating disorders and trigger warning. If anybody's listening, like it's such a different experience for every single person. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have someone on the podcast in two weeks. Um, like we're going to interview who talks strictly about eating disorders and the difference in the comments that people make like, Oh, well you're eating. So you can't have an eating disorder or things like that. And it's, it's, it's very hard to overcome too, because you thought that way for so long Mm -hmm. and people are so uneducated when it, like even myself included, you know, like I don't have a a degree or a nutritionist like background or like, we're just so uneducated and there's so much misinformation out there that it's hard to like, not see that kind of stuff or see someone who still has a disorder and think that it's normal. Like there's a lot of like what I eat in the days that are very toxic for me to watch because Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, like they're, they're still on the wrong path. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm not like, I, I'm not trying to judge anybody for the way that they eat, but I do know like bad habits and I know how much you shouldn't be eating a thousand calories in a day and things like that just for like beneficial reasons. But, um, I think that I am growing past that and I do eat the foods that I want and I'm a little less hard on myself to help Brett to fuck off a lot. But I also still need to know when it's like, are you indulging or like, is this just a one-time thing? Like, I don't know. It's, it's a lot of still back and forth with that, but I think that I am getting into a better place. Um, I track on and off as far as like using eye track bites, Um, some days it's really good for me. I, 
I went to the calorie one and then I really, that was detrimental. I shouldn't have done that. Um, so now I'm back to like bites because it's just better for me to see it that way. And you can still see the calories, but I don't right. know why the bites are just a lot less triggering to me. Um, so I've been on and off with tracking. I'm back on. And I think that that helps as far as like weight loss goes to know what I'm eating and tracking and like know what's being put in there. Cause I think you said it in one of our episodes, you can't lie to the tracker. And so I've been doing that a lot more now since I changed it back to the different, like, I don't know, plan. Yeah. Um, and so that's been helping a lot, but I do know that like still seeing stuff like that triggers me. And like, I know that intuitive eating is like for a very strong part, like you have to be pretty like in tune with your body to intuitively eat. Mm -hmm. Um, but I try to do that every so often. And if I know that I'm like just doing it because I want to eat more, or I want right. to eat different like snacks and stuff. I, then I reel right. it back in and start tracking again. So yeah. it's been a, it's been a long road, but we're getting there, you know, <laughs> we're, we're making it through. <laughs> um, and then my last question before we dive into my surprise for you, um, what's something you're grateful for today? I am grateful for this beautiful weather we have in Chicago right now it changes my mood a hundred percent. It makes me into a different person. It makes me motivated. It makes me want to get up and get stuff done. So that is what I am grateful for. I'm grateful for the sun being out. My pale ass needs it. <laughs> my translucent skin. <laughs> my vampire. <laughs> I love it. So from here, my surprise for you. So I texted Mary yesterday when I thought of this and of course she could clearly figure out what I was doing at least partially I don't think she knows the other piece of this but I texted no. her her birthday her time of birth and her city because uh, I wanted to look up her birth chart uh, I also wanted to check in on her human design so <laughs> what I'm going to do is kind of briefly go through a little bit on your birth chart as well as your human design human design I'm not going to go as much into because that's something I am still learning a lot about there is so much I mean with astrology and stuff as well but mm -hmm. especially with human design so um there is a girl named Katie Calder. She is out of Illinois as well. So she is someone who I've reached out to for the podcast. She is taking some time off, but um, we'll start booking interviews again come June. So she is someone I definitely am going to have on so you guys can learn more about the different types of human design. But before I kind of dive into um, some of the information I wanted to go through. So every sign in astrology is like fire, earth, water, or air. So 12 in total, obviously, because we have 12 months. So mm -hmm. three are earth, three are air, three are water, three are fire. I was like, which one did I not say? <laughs> so um, starting out, so I, for your sun sign, that is kind of the month you're born in. For you, that's Sagittarius. That is a fire sign. Your moon sign, which is Capricorn. Again, going to go into more detail here in a second. Mm -hmm. That is an earth sign. And then you're rising as Scorpio, which is a water sign, even though most people do think it is a fire sign. Interesting enough, I realized that you and I have the same rising. Also, interesting enough, a lot of times if you have like matching sun and moons in relationships, whether it's romantic or friendships, that's why a lot of people compare together. So it was actually really cool for me to look up your chart because your sun is fire and my moon is water. So Ooh. they're like opposites that come together. And then my that moon is water, your sun is fire again, coming together opposites. So I thought that was really interesting, but it is, um, with these, I have a couple of PDFs, so I'm actually going to be sending you them to you afterwards, Mary, because the astrology one's like 21 pages. So there's a lot <laughs> if you wanted to go into we Just dig into this here. <laughs> uh, so buckle in, we're going to be here for three more hours. <laughs> 21 <so>. pages. <laughs> um, so starting with the astrology side. So like I was saying, your son is in Sagittarius. So with that, your son, oops, and I know I've kind of said a little bit on this before um, in an upcoming episode that we have with Cami uh, Bartel, but your sun sign basically is like your, uh, your kind of how you're showing up. Like that's what most people kind of see you as. So this breakdown that I have says the sun represents vitality, a new sense of individuality and outward shining creative energy. So with that being said, for you being a Sagittarius sun, some of the traits that you have 
um, restless, cheerful, friendly. People are generally on the go when they have a Sagittarius sun. Uh, they like freedom and a disdain for routine. Generally right. <laughs> quite easygoing. Sagittarians make friends with people of all walks of life. They love to laugh and tease. They get along with both sexes. Sagittarians usually have a blind faith in people and in the world. Their optimism is infectious, and although it can get them in trouble from time to time, these people are curious and love to learn. Their idealistic nature is hard to miss. So as I was reading some of these, I was like, oh, interesting. Like, that's Mary. That's Mary. So kind of like paring it down. So the website I pulled it from, which the links for astrology and human design for how to get your chart, I am going to leave in the description below. So you guys can pull your information as well. But it gives like a long description and then a short description. So for your short description, I wanted to make sure I read that too. So it says she is good, idealistic, enthusiastic, and warm hearted. She is independent, having a taste for travel and freedom. She is curious and fair-minded possible issues she's too adventurous and may leave things to chance may taste may take risks which cause problems she can be rebellious and sometimes tactless when offering opinions so it's like things that That's so accurate. <laughs> it's like say, sometimes you're like you'll read astrology and be like mm, not sure because sometimes you can be on like a cost birthday where you're almost between the two signs where for you, it's like sometimes when you're kind of right dead in one, like I'm dead in Libra, like yeah. it's like most Libra things. So I'm like, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's pretty, pretty, pretty accurate. Yeah. yeah. And then, so moving on to your moon sign. Um, so the moon represents the emotional responses, unconscious predestination and the self image. The moon represents the emotions and the moon sign shows how a person expresses himself when at home in ease and comfortable. So for you having your moon in Capricorn, oops, I just zoomed in so quickly. <laughs> now I can't read because it's so zoomed in. There we go. Um, so with you having your moon in Capricorn, it says being useful and productive are basic needs for Capricorns. They generally keep their emotions under check. Moon and Capricorn people come across as competent people. However, their turbulent emotions may be under the surface. Capricorns keep cool headed and come across as steady and reliable. So some of these I'm like, okay, that's kind of Mary kind of. Yeah, but that's like going, half and half. I would say the top half probably. Yeah. And then the bottom half. The cool probably, no. Keep cool and check. No, just... Yeah, no, that's not me. <laughs> and then a short description, reserved and cautious, attracted to politics, selective, earthly, Success comes by means of other people who recognize her qualities, which when I read that, I was like, that's Mary. Yeah. Um, potential issues, marital worries, saving for more than enjoying, restrictions, <clears throat> does not get carried away. The saving so. <laughs> more than enjoy is false. I have a lot of debt to prove it. <laughs> but just some things, it's like it's things you can kind of just think about and look into, yeah. um, which I think is really interesting because it's like sometimes I'll read things about like my own astrology and I'm like, that's not right. But then as I think about it more, I'm like, oh, no, that is right. I never realized I had that. Um, yeah. And then hang on, let me scroll through a bunch of pages and then rounding out with your ascending or your rising it that is um, a word that people will use interchangeably. Um, so like I said, yours isn't Scorpio, same as mine. So Scorpio ascendant people have a lot of presence. There is something about them that tells that the world that they are not to be pushed around. Their manner commands respect and in some cases fear. Scorpio rising can be quiet or loud, but they always are powerful and determined. You either love or hate Scorpio rising people. They're rarely people you go through or really people who go through life unnoticed. In fact, some of them are confused when faced with the fact that they get such strong reactions from others, which I feel like this is just very much you and me. Yeah. Like we are not quiet people. Like we can be quiet. No, we can be quiet people. Um, but I think that that was very interesting. And then the other part I highlighted is Scorpio rising people value their privacy so much it can border on paranoia, which is definitely me. I, uh, or I'm sorry, I, they have a strong need to control their environment and are experts at strategy. Definitely, I think environments for us. Mm -hmm. Rarely people sure. will blow their chances with impatience, or rarely people with Scorpio rising will blow their uh, chances with impatience. They plan out moves carefully and deliberately, relying on their awesome ability to feel out others in situations. Um, and then it said, usually they are down to earth, natural partners, and uh, reliability in a partnership is very important to Scorpio rising. So I just thought that was really interesting and kind of like yeah. getting to like share part of you that like the podcast maybe doesn't know and maybe you didn't really know. Um, yeah. 
So I thought that was really fun. And then for your human design. So I know I had asked before and you, you know, you didn't know what it was. So I am a projector. Um, so I looked up a UR and you're a manifesting generator. Um, so it says multi-passionate people who are here to do and accomplish many diverse things, which when reading it, I was like, well, that does sound like Mary. Yeah. Um, and then some of this I'm going to go through. And like I said, I don't know all of the verbiage. So hopefully when we have Katie on, she can help us break down our charts a little bit further. That's yeah. Kind of, that'd be that's so my cool. hope at least. Yeah. <laughs> um, so with every um, human design, you have an authority, which is like the way you make decisions. So your authority comes from your emotional being or your solar plexus chakra, which for those that of you sense. who don't know your chakra, your solar plexus is your um, kind of your, your one that's right above your belly button. It's like your sunshine center, your me center. Um, and so it says based on uh, you make decisions based on how something makes you feel, which definitely seemed very much like you. Yeah. Um, and then for people who are more into human design, um, if you know a profile, Mary is a six two, which I don't know all of that stuff. So I'm not going to go into detail on that, but I know that's a question I've gotten asked a lot. Uh, but the chart I'm going to send you, Mary, will go through like different things on your environment, how you digest everything like that. So just some information. I think that with human design, with astrology, it's just information that's good to know about yourself. Yeah. It doesn't have to be something you have to stick by. We're all individual people. It's not going to say that everyone who's a Libra is going to be this way. Like I said, there's people on cusp birthdays that can rely, you know, go back and forth between the sign before them and the sign yeah. that they technically are. There's so much with astrology, um, you know, that can balance. Some people can completely re relate to their moon sign and not really at all to their sun sign. So you can have a lot of those different kind of reflections um, in, in human design and in astrology. But since you weren't as well versed in this, I thought it would be just really cool to kind of share that with you um, yeah. and to be able to send you this information so that you can look at this stuff. And as we dive in with further guests and future guests that are going to be able to explain it more, you'll have your chart in front of you and you'll have 21 pages of your astrology. Yeah. No, I'm so excited. Yeah. So the only thing with, I, I say in our upcoming episode that goes out tomorrow, Monday, um, one of the thing, well, I guess you guys don't have any idea what today is, um, <laughs> what goes up on five, three. Um, we talked about it a little bit, like with astrology, like I knew what was like in magazines and I'd be like, oh, that kind of resonates like, okay, Sagittarius. Yeah. But like after everything you just read, like it, it definitely, there's pieces of each of them that I feel like fit really well. And like you said, there's ones that I'm like, eh, but I'm like, well, maybe. And like, I think that once I see it and start like thinking about it, I could probably see myself in those categories as well. Mm -hmm. But that's so cool. Like, I'm so excited to like read all of it too. Yeah. And then the breakdown that I did use the site that I use, like I said, it, it, you can download the PDF, like you don't have to pay for anything. Some sites will, um, but it goes through like all your houses too, which I'm not going to go into all that. We'll have yeah. an astrologer who can do that because they'll explain it a lot better than me. But um, it, so that's why it's 21 pages is because it goes through like your 12 houses where like your nodes are, you have a North node and a South node. Like it goes into a lot of detail, which mm -hmm. is cool because like I said, a lot of sites will make you to download the information will make you pay for it. So the fact that I found this one for free, um, cause I didn't use the one I normally do because it wasn't loading for me yesterday. And then the human design is just from Jenna Zoe's website, who is one of my absolute favorite human design people. She's the first person that introduced it to me. Um, and that's kind of how I started learning about human design. So her site, literally, she has like things you can buy for like learning to eat for your human design, learning to move for your human design, learning to have relationships for your human design, like almost like little mini courses. So if that is something that has kind of sparked in you and you want to look up your chart and then dive in further, she has those resources. But like I said, Katie Calder, who we're going to have on the podcast, hopefully in the future, um, also does reading. So you can always just search her name in my Instagram as well. And you'll find her if you wanted to book a reading and get more information before we have stuff on the podcast. So how did you feel about that? I loved it I honestly I love and one of the things was like I love learning so much and like I like love seeing like the different ways that the world like people view the world and view themselves in the world and like I think that this is just so cool and I, I like I said I'm so excited to dig deeper into the 21 pages of me you know yeah. like narcissistic and all of us you know like I would love to read about myself and like learn more about like who I am as a person. Like, I think that honestly, like that kind of, and I'm sure since you have done it before and now like I, this is the first time, but I think it like helps guide you in like being who you are and like really leaning into those good 
traits of yourself. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to read more about that, but this is so cool. Yeah. So that it's something I've been wanting to like, how can I bring this into the podcast and like get Mary's information for her? And so when I was writing questions, I was like, this is a perfect time because it's literally an episode focused on Mary. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So yeah, like I said, both sites that I pulled from, I'll leave in the description. So if you guys want to pull your own charts, you can, you just need your birth date, time of birth and uh, location with your time of birth, try to get as specific as possible because even a few minutes can sometimes make a big difference um, with how things were seated. So obviously if you don't know exact time, you know, that's, that's what it is, what it is. Some of us don't have access to that information, you know, due to not talking to parents, passed away parents, whatever the case might be, but uh, try to get as specific as you can with your time. Just that way. So, you know, cause it, like I said, five minutes can make a slight change and then you might be reading it and be like, that is not me. Um, and right. it because it's really, truly not you. <laughs> I just, so. I need to correct myself really quickly. Cause I said something absolutely wrong. Cammy's episode is coming out next week. Not this week. This is coming out tomorrow. So you I guys heard absolutely did not even like, you will absolutely true. hear me say this tomorrow because I'm a dodo brain. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> like, it's okay. Um, I've been a group in here. <laughs> But to end it, I want to make this like, you know, both of us, even though this episode was about interviewing me. So I want to ask you a real quick question. I'm going to throw it back to you. What is, and we're going to go over this um, in a following episode with our intentions and things, but it is May 2nd. This is being released on May 3rd. What is one of your biggest goals for May? Like biggest goals, like in lights, you see it. And that's what you want to do. My biggest goal is going to be I'm going to say continuing to stretch every day because April, I started it and I missed a couple of days, but I have felt such a huge change in my body. My hips feel the best that they have in a long time, like way better than they have because I have very tight hips. And a lot of times I'll be walking and one kind of like gives out and I, Brandon's like, are you fucking 90? Like what the hell's wrong with you? (laughs) I feel you. Um, And so because I've been doing so many rides, I've been doing a lot more focused stretches on my lower half, obviously still Mm -hmm. painting or, you know, doing my upper half too, but really like deep, deep stretches. Like I've been holding them for a minute or longer. And yeah, I want to, my, my goal is every day in May to stretch. Like I love that. Those few days that I missed last month. Um, just because yeah, I, I've always known stretching is important, but I just, until you do it every day, it's just five minutes. And I just, I have felt such a difference in my body, such a difference. But yeah, that's amazing. So I've been you? stretching more because of you. Like I'll yeah. see you stretch, but I definitely need to like up my stretching. Um, my big goal is to just go outside and run, whether it's what, like try just try to run you know and that's what again there's just been so much this year that we've done that like I'm trying to pull pieces from and it's like the Gymshark 66 was just just try like try it out so I'm going to just get out there put my shoes on see what happens like it might jog some of it might run some of it might walk some of it be real walk a lot of it um but I just want to get out there and do it this month I love it so that's my big goal yeah Yeah, so our full intentions episode will be coming out next week as a bonus episode so just so you guys know when it will be coming because I know that we usually do like first week or whatever but yeah we already had this planned and I was honestly kind of really excited to share Mary's quotes with us. (laughs) I didn't want to have to wait another week. Um, So yeah with that like I said everything we kind of talked about we'll make sure we leave notes in the show We'll leave links in the show notes. (laughs) And then Mary, where can the people find us? They can find us on Instagram at getfittywithitpod, or they can email us at getfittywithitpod at gmail.com. So that's all folks. (laughs) I felt like you're like, um, what's that cartoon character? Looney Tunes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Bugs Bunny would be that character. Thank you. I was like the, the bunny, the bun bun. Um, <laughs> and we need it. to, we need to cut. <laughs> so with that, I hope you all have a beautiful Monday. Have a great start of your week and great start of your May. And we'll be back next week with Cami Bartel. Bye.